to Gladiatrix. I am woman and hear me roar. Welcome to Gladiatrix. I am your host, Malini Sarma. Every week, I will be speaking with women from all over the world who will be sharing their journeys, their stories about overcoming their fears and achieving great things that they thought they never could. So if you don't want to miss a story, make sure you subscribe. Today, I'm speaking with Michelle O'Neill. Michelle has a military background. She is a veteran having served in the U.S. Air Force just like her father. She helps women master the practice of thought over circumstance and has written two books about it. Her most recent book is called I'll Make It Through, Managing Life When All Hell Breaks Loose, available on Amazon, scheduled to launch next week, which also happens to be her birthday. So congratulations, Michelle, and happy birthday. Hi, Michelle. Thank you so much for joining uh, me today. I'm really, really excited. One, because of course we have a, uh, you know, a shared military background, so I'm really excited to hear your stories. And also, I know the topic that you're talking today is going to resonate so much with so many women, because even while you were explaining to me about, you know, your business and how on your background, I'm like, I'm so impressed. So thank you. Thank you for coming today. Um, And um, I want, I want to, I want you to start with your story of your military background. I know you grew up in a military family and you spent most of your time growing up outside of the U.S. So do you um, want to start with that? Sure, absolutely. And thank you so much. I am honored to be here. Um, and let, let me know if I say it, the gladiatri- gladiatrix? Yeah, right? gladiatrix. Gladiatrix. See, I wanted to make sure I pronounced it right, but I am thrilled to be here because that's what I am. I'm a gladiatrix. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> a power girl. Woohoo. So. Yeah, absolutely, man. Don't mess with us. <laughs> That's right. That's right. We're forced to be reckoned with. Absolutely. So I am thrilled to be here, like I said. But yes, I am. Um, I have a military background. I came, my father was in the military. We're all, I'll get it out right, right up front. We're all Air Force. So, um, I came from a military family. My father was in the Air Force and we traveled. After my first six years of life, um, I spent most of the rest of my life overseas. And it started with the Philippines. So I loved the Philippines. Um, Was there for four years of um, elementary. And then I did two years over in Iraqlion Crete um, in Greece. And then I went back to the Philippines. So it is, I've, I guess I'm an island girl because I've basically spent a lot of my life on islands. So that is awesome. So coming back, I mean, so you said you spent a lot of your time, uh, you know, for six years, you were in the Philippines, you were in Greece, and then you came back to the U.S. But um, you, you, because of your dad and he was moving around, you spent a lot of your time in Asia, correct? Yes, I, I did. And it, it was hard. I think one of the things you learn as a military child is um, nothing certain. Uh, yep. Things are always changing, whether yep. it's the house you live in, whether it's whether you're on base or off base, whether it's the people, um, the neighborhoods that you live in, the people that you're around. Um, so 
um, when we moved overseas, I was taken from everything that I was familiar with. Uh, where I lived at that time, it was my grandmother, my grandfather, my aunts, my uncles, my mom, my my godparents, everybody was around me. So I was in a cocoon. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very sheltered. But when I went overseas, all of a sudden, it's new language, new smells, mm-hmm. new people, um, new environment, jeepneys, um, traffic, you know, yep. foods are different, everything. Yep. Language different. and friends, right? Yes, yes. What friends? You got to make them. Yeah. <laughs> every, were you always like the new kid in class, you know, and having to make new friends every single time you moved? Absolutely. Absolutely. It, you kind of, in, in some aspects, you kind of build this shell, um, this, this skin. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say a shell. It's a skin because I'm not hardening people out. Mm-hmm. But there's a, a skin that a layer of skin that you build because um, you know that that relationship is only for a certain amount of time. So you really embrace those relationships and that learning um, while you're in it. You learn to appreciate your present and, and really live in the moment because you don't know how long you're going to be there. And you try to take it forward with you. But you also begin to learn that um, all relationships don't last. I just read something the other day that people come in our lives for a season, for a reason, or for a lifetime. That's and right. so that's something I had to learn at an early early age. And I think that's and I think that's key in your mental makeup, you know, and how you deal with situations. So um, I, I think you, um, um, I think that probably had a major influence on your joining the Air Force as well, right? Absolutely, because as I, um, when I came back to the States, I was 18 years old, graduated, just graduated from high school, and I spent my first year um, working and stuff, and I was like, oh no, I cannot live here for the rest of my life, because I was so, (laughs) (laughs) I was so indoctrinated to always moving, always having change, some type of change in my life, so I just knew Um, the best way to make things happen for me. And because I wanted to go to college and I wanted to be able to pay for it and all that. Well, what better way than to go in the military? They're going to pay for my college. Mm -hmm. They're going to, they're going to take me all over the world. Hey, I'm in. So after you, so you came back to the States, you were here probably for just about a year. And then you, um, when you joined the military, uh, you joined the air force and you were back overseas again. Yes, I did, you know, one year back into the States. And what did I do? I put in for a long extended tour overseas. I was ready to go back. And they sent me (laughs) back over in Asia. So I went to Okinawa, Japan, another island. Uh See, I'm an island girl. There you go. (laughs) So, um, so you, while you were in the Air Force, um, you met your uh, partner, you uh, stayed in the Air Force for a long time. So can you tell a little bit more about your experience in the Air Force as a black woman and, you know, your, because you had that military background, some of the, um, some of the advantages because you have already seen, you know, the game being played. Well, there were, there were advantages and disadvantages. So the first thing is when you go to basic training, they try to scare you to death. Well, uh-huh. I wasn't scared because I had been around the military all my life. Uh-huh. So I knew what it was really like inside. So nothing they could do to me or say to me 
would 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 bother me because it was like, yeah, whatever. I know what it's really like inside. Mm-hmm. So don't don't play your games with me. Mm-hmm. So that helped me get that mentality helped me get through basic training mm-hmm. um, and and keep my fortitude mm-hmm. um, to make it through. But then the other thing is, as I got in, actually, my first job was um, um, dominantly male uh, profession because I went in as an electrician. Mm-hmm. So uh, when I went in, there was only two women in that field. Mm-hmm. And when they sent me, they sent me where I didn't even know that they sent me what they call a direct duty assignment. So I had to learn the job on the job mm-hmm. and, and didn't really understand it. Well, now let's move forward overseas. Now I'm a woman that don't really know the job. Mm-hmm. I'm a black woman mm-hmm. in a predominantly white male environment. Mm-hmm. And then I go to Japan, which is, which is a predominantly male environment right. um, as far as for the military, um, mm-hmm. working in the military. And they, um, their, their views of how or where a woman should be is totally different. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm dealing with this because I'm trying to learn my job. They don't want me to do the work because I'm a girl. I'm a right. woman. Mm-hmm. So no, 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 Michelle sign. No, no, we got it. We got it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so we're fighting all of that. But um, you learn to, there's a fine line and you create that respect. Mm-hmm. And so over time, they began to respect me for who I was mm-hmm. because, um, because of my strong personality. And I was, I was, I forged forward and, and made things happen. That is awesome. So, um, did you spend majority of your, um, Air Force life, um, overseas, uh, or did you come back to the U S and did you serve here as well? I've served both, but I spent a total of, let me think, about six years overseas. Um, Went to Japan, went back to Japan. (laughs) Looks like the islands are calling. I know, (laughs) which is another island. (laughs) And I I was there for, I think, four additional years. So um, I, I love it over there. I really love the culture. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things I'll tell anyone, if you ever go overseas, immerse yourself in the culture that you're in. Mm-hmm. Don't stay on the base or wherever. Mm-hmm. Learn the people, learn mm-hmm. the culture, because that's so important to mm-hmm. our, our growth, um, your growth as a person, because you get to see uh, different aspects of other lives and your, your vision, your understanding of human nature is totally mm-hmm. different. Yep. Yep. I absolutely agree. So um, you talked about how your mom has played a major role in your outlook to life, right? Um, You want to talk about that a little bit, your story about your, your, you know, the influence your mom has had on you? Absolutely. Um, She's my backbone. Um, I don't think I would have made it without her and her personality Mm -hmm. because she's adventurous and so every time we would go overseas, because this was new for her too, mm-hmm. every time we would move or go somewhere, um, it was she attacked it with excitement and adventure, ready to learn something new. Mm-hmm. But what really turned for me is when uh, not too long ago, a few years back, we decided to do something, my sister and my brothers and I decided to do something special for my mom. Mm-hmm. 
And when we did, we thought what we do is make a video of how she impacted our lives. And so, of course, when you're going to do something like that, you want to really think it through. Mm -hmm. Where was it that she really impacted me? Mm -hmm. And as I look back on my life, I, I realized she set me up to be the woman that I am today by one particular lesson that she taught me as a child. Mm -hmm. And that what she taught in that lesson was um, how to, that she always had my back. So you always have a strong a backbone, people to support you, mm -hmm. but you don't rely totally on them mm -hmm. because you need to rely on what you already have, your available resources and stand up for yourself. They're there to help you and support you, but you've also got to be able to help and support yourself. Yes. And I think, and I think that is so key, especially for a lot of women, because you don't realize the strength that you have within yourself, you know, the moment you know that there's somebody has got your back, then you're like, boom, uh, I could do whatever. Nobody can stop me. Exactly. And then one of the things is, is if I could share just a little of the story, because sure. I know we where are, well, what it was is, and this was actually in the United States. <clears throat> I was, no, it wasn't. It was in the Philippines. I was nine years old. Sorry. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, that's where it was. I was nine years old and uh, these three girls, and I can't even remember if they were sisters. Um, it's funny how we remember certain details mm -hmm. and other ones kind of go away. Mm -hmm. But um, these three girls wanted to beat me up. And so what do you do? You run away and you run to your mom. Mm -hmm. And she was standing there in the screen door, had her hand on her hips. And she says, what is your problem? And I'm just bawling. <laughs> and she, she yells, the girls want to beat me up. She says, I don't care what you do. She said, you get you a brick, you get you a stick, but you get your tail back out there and you fight or I will beat your tail myself. Oh, and I know that sounds so horrible, but it's the lesson. I looked at her and it was that courage that I got and that fear because mm. it's like, do I want to beat you for my mom? Because I yep. think hers are probably hurt a little. Yeah, yeah. I so. think that's scarier thing <laughs> than, than getting in trouble with mom than it is getting beat up by somebody else. But it teaches you to move through your fear. Mm -hmm. Move through your fear. So it was like, I feared her more than the fear I had for those little girls. And she, she gave me my tools. She said, pick up a brick or a stick. They were right there. So pick up whatever resources you already have mm -hmm. and get back out there and fight. Mm -hmm. So she believed that I could do it. Mm -hmm. And in that course, then I had to believe mm -hmm. that I could do it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I don't even know to this point. To right now, I still cannot remember whether I won or I lost, but I went running back to her, <clears throat> excuse me, and I felt empowered mm -hmm. because I knew that I had stood up for myself and it mm -hmm. didn't matter whether I won. Yeah. And I think it's the, it's the fight, right? It's not even whether you win or lose. It's the fact that you stayed in the arena and didn't give up. And I think that's really, really important. Exactly. Because at that point, that's where I had control mm -hmm. over what happened to me mm -hmm. that day. Mm -hmm. That's, I mean, and I think that is the essence of even my show. It's about, you know, it's, it's not about how big or small you are. It's the fact that you stayed 
you recognize that you need to be there and you fought your battle, whether you win or lose is besides the point. But the fact that you had the courage to stay where you were, I think that is, that is huge. And the other thing is you will make it to the other side. And I think that's important for people to know too. You will make it to the other side, whether you're bloody beat, you know, beat up or not, you will survive. I will rise again. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Oh, that is such a cool, that is, that is so powerful. That is so powerful. And I'm sure, so is this what kind of, um, you know, guided you towards right now you have, um, you have mastering your Monday, uh, but it started off with something else. You want, you want to talk a little bit about that? Well, I started off as an image consultant because I realized uh, women, we as women, um, we we beat ourselves up and we don't feel like we're enough. And, and a lot of times we think it's because we feel we don't look good enough and people judge us by how we look. So I thought, you know, I'm going to be an image consultant and help us feel good about ourselves. And then I realized as I worked with the women that I worked with, it really wasn't about the clothes. Mm -hmm. It was about how they felt about themselves Mm -hmm. and how they felt and deemed their worth, their value, and what they believed about themselves. Mm -hmm. And see, that, that again is the good thing my mother did for me. She made me have a good story to lock into and believe about myself. I can do it no matter what. I can do it. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's those old stories and patterns that we have in our lives. So as I, as I thought about this, I started thinking, well, what is it that I can teach or I can show or help someone understand that has helped me? And that is where thought, you know, mastering your Monday. And part of that is learning and practicing the art of thought over circumstance. And, and, and that's where, um, you realize that you can't control your circumstances. You have no control over whether this pandemic is here. Mm -hmm. You have no control over a tornado. Mm -hmm. You have no control over whether, um, how someone acts toward you Mm -hmm. or how your job acts toward you, Mm -hmm. whether you lose a job, whatever, Mm -hmm. those things you have no control over. Yep. But you can control you. Yep. You were talking about even you're in an abusive relationship too. You you have you, you you really don't have a lot of control on how another person will react towards you, but you know how you can react. Exactly. And and one of the stories I always tell, and I have a wonderful husband now, so it wasn't this one. Let me tell you. <laughs> Love that man to life. But um in the past, when I was young, it was when I was very young. Um, but the thing is, I found out, even in that relationship, one of the most powerful things I remember is I was in the midst of something going on. And I thought to myself, you can do whatever you want with my body, but you do not control my mind. Mm-hmm. That's thought over circumstance. Awesome. That's when you move, remove that power mm-hmm. from that person. Mm-hmm. And it just gives you a sense of freedom. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that is amazing. Yeah, yeah. It it is so empowering, right? When you right. realize that the power that you have over that nobody can control you—that is just that's just phenomenal. Yes, yes. 
so um so tell me more so tell me more about the mastering your monday thought over circumstance well mastering your monday is about a lot of a lot of times when we're in these circumstances we get stuck we we feel that we can't move forward because we're so overwhelmed it's like what do i do how can i get past this oh i don't see a way out and so mastering your monday isn't really about monday but look at how we think about Monday. Mm -hmm. Monday is our fresh start, our new beginning. It's, it's our way and our desire to find a way beyond that prison that we find ourselves captive in, in that, in that particular moment. And it's our do-over. It's our chance to make it right. So that's why I started Mastering Your Monday. Because I want every woman to, end, every woman to understand that we're not stuck where we are. We can start again. We have a do-over. We can get through. We can move forward. But how do we do that? We do that through thought. How are we think it through? How we look at this, our circumstance. So we must learn to look beyond our circumstance. We're so locked into what's happening with us, we can't see on the other side. So we have to find a way to look to the other side and realize that things aren't always what they seem. But we have to be able to pull back. Yeah. Um, so when you are talking about mastering your monday like you said it's not about the monday but it's about a new beginning how do you what you have your clients how do you get them to start thinking i'm sure you have steps you're like you know these are the basic steps you have to start with how how do you go about that well i have what i call a signature living mat technique and i say all the best work all the great fights take place on the mat okay so and that's and that's and what brought that about is because I'm a fighter, so mm -hmm. I'm always thinking boxing or mm -hmm. or um, martial arts. I'm mm -hmm. like because all of those happen on the mark on the mat. Mm -hmm. But what we don't understand is the real fight for those fighters start in the mind. Yep, it's not about all the technique. Techniques are great, mm -hmm. but that's not what's going to make us win. Because the smallest little wind, W-I-N-D, mm -hmm. yeah. will blow us down. So we need to be able to stand even when it looks like we're going to lose. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so that's why as I, I really studied fighting. I studied a martial arts. I, I looked at that and realized that it's, it's really our mindset. And so with that, we have to have mind shifts. <clears throat> from our own mindset and that's the m mm -hmm. it's our mind shifts that we have about our old patterns about our beliefs about our values because it's our values and beliefs that will will make us will propel the action mm -hmm. we only act on what we believe or mm -hmm. what we value you can want all day to lose weight you can want all day to to change jobs or whatever but if you don't believe you deserve to change your job, if you don't believe that, that you deserve to, to lose those pounds because of something that happened to you and you don't want to look attractive because in the back of your mind, <clears throat> you're thinking, if I look attractive, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get these kind of people looking at me and this is going to happen. 
those beliefs are stopping you from moving forward. Yep. So we have to work with those values and beliefs first, which is the changing of the mindset. Mm -hmm. And then my mom comes into play. That's mm -hmm. the A, the mm -hmm. arsenal. Mm -hmm. If you ever saw the movie Kingsman or mm -hmm. anything like that, where he walks into this room and everything he needs to fight his battle mm -hmm. is there. Mm -hmm. Everything, mm -hmm. all the technical devices. Well, we have everything we need. Mm -hmm. We have the skills, the techniques that we've learned, the experiences that we've brought with us. And we also have, we have people, our community, mm -hmm. the people that the doctors, the lawyers, the family, the, the best friends, those cheers, all those people are our arsenal. Mm -hmm. All that builds for what we can pull on mm -hmm. when we need to go in there and fight. Mm -hmm. And then finally, it's our training and our, our techniques. It's the things that we know already that we've learned, but also you have to evaluate what am I missing for this particular situation and how do I go and get it? Mm -hmm. so, so that's how, so that's the process I take them through. Okay, so um, just to get an idea. So if I was your client and I came to you, you know, um, uh, you would be what how would you start like would, would you start with okay with current situation what is your mindset where are you thinking where you want to go and then no. you would well I'm sorry I'm no, sorry go ahead. No, go but ahead. yes and no we won't even hit the mat until I know where you want to go ah okay it, it doesn't matter it doesn't matter work doesn't work doesn't work if you don't know where you want to go so you always have to have the the end, end in sight. Ah, yes. Okay. And then your your job is, as your trainer or coach yes. is basically yes. getting you out of that current mindset and then mm -hmm. moving towards uh, where you want to go. Right. And and what have you? What are some of your experiences you've seen? Some of the stories that you've seen for the women who want to get there. Is it? Is is it? Um, you know, is it mainly in how hard or how, how easy has it been for most women once you have told them or given them the tools? What Every, are some of the transformation? Excuse me. I'm sorry. Everybody does not want to be there. Everybody, everybody thinks, how do, how do I say? A lot of people think they want to make those changes. Mm -hmm. But when they find out the work that's needed to make those changes, everybody isn't willing to do the work. Ah, uh, okay. So uh, that's one of the first things that needs to be determined. How bad do you want it? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Is that's, there's an old saying, when the, pain, when the pain to stay the same is greater than the pain to change, you know? Mm -hmm. So at, at that point, one of those pains have to be the pain to... Um, stay the same has to be greater than the pain to change for you to make that change. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 yeah so okay. It, it, you, it has to hurt that bad that there's no other option, but to move out. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. You, you have to really want, want to do it. Mm -hmm. And so that's one of the first things we, we have to determine, do you really want to make this change? Is this important to you and why? Mm -hmm. Because if you don't have something to, to spear you on, to push you on, even when you don't want to, mm -hmm. then it's not, we know that for in our businesses, mm -hmm. 
-hmm. and in your business, if you don't have a good why, mm -hmm. when things get tough, mm -hmm. you're going to just say, you know what? I don't need this. Mm -hmm. I'm fine. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I'm good. I, and I yes. think, and I think that I think that's some of the things we learn also, right? What is your why? It, when you, whenever you start your business too, it's like, what is your why? And you have to keep reminding yourself of that when things go go bad. So how badly do you want this? Exactly. And for women, a lot of times is I don't want my child to have to go through this. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I don't want to deal with this anymore. Whatever it is, you mm -hmm. know, um, I don't want to have to um, feel this way the next time I lose my job. Right. I don't want to, you know, so those are the things I don't want to. Now, one of my, one of my favorite clients, um, actually she is, uh, she has MS. Mm -hmm. And so right now she is confined to her wheelchair, mm -hmm. but her goal, she's really, imp she learned that, um, naturopathic medicine really mm -hmm. helps people with MS, mm -hmm. but because of the fight that she's having and the work that she had to do, um, she felt that, you know, she was giving up, mm -hmm. basically she was giving up. And after a conversation and we talked and she was prior military mm -hmm. and we had a conversation and she says, I really want to walk again. Mm -hmm. She says, I want to get out of this chair. And she says, and I know that the thing that helped me most was when I did this naturally through naturopathic medicine and I had a doctor that worked with me mm -hmm. and I understand the benefits, but I also want people in lower income families to understand that they can, they can stop the, the bad health and everything ahead of time, mm -hmm. that they can be proactive and, and help themselves ahead of time. And I wish they knew this. And I would love to set up a clinic or something mm -hmm. to help these people in these neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. And I just looked at her and I said, why can't you? Mm -hmm. That's your why. <laughs> and why can't you? Mm -hmm. And so one of the first things we did is because I knew she was prior military. I said, have you ever looked at these avenues to see if, you know, they'll pay for this, if you can get this medical help. And we started looking at what opportunities were out there for her. How can the government help? Mm -hmm. At the time um, we got to a certain area, they were paying for her. Um, she was getting the physical therapy that she needed. Mm -hmm. They were giving her um, the different um, the wheelchair and the different things that she needed. And they were taking care of it because she was a veteran. Mm -hmm. But is sometimes not knowing the places to look or the things to look for. So that's the first thing she started doing. Mm -hmm. But then I said, well, what else do you want to do? She says, well, I, I think I wanted to learn uh, neuropathic, I mean, not neuropathic, uh, naturopathic medicine. I think I would like to learn it. I says, why can't you? Mm -hmm. Well, I would have to look into this school and I really want to, well, apply. All mm -hmm. they can do is say no. So mm -hmm. we started that process. So right now, she is um, um, in school, mm -hmm. working on her degree, her master's in naturopathic medicine, mm -hmm. and she has been doing her therapy and stuff and actually uh, doing better. And her whole family now is on this regimen of naturopathic uh, life and everything. So those are the things that are so um, warming to my heart. Mm -hmm. It wasn't what what I did, but it's what she did for herself, herself right. and how she could see 
her life moving forward. Mm-hmm. And that, that's, that's awesome. And I think you're just being the coach, kind of guiding her to where she needs to go, right? And, exactly. And that's what you're mastering in Monday is all about. Now, you do have a, did you have a book? You said you had a book as well. Absolutely. And it's titled Mastering Your Mondays. Awesome. It's life lessons to fight for the woman inside and set her free. Um, and the reason for the, I used, you're here in that book, there'll be a, a few times, quite a few times, I'll mention things that my mother has told me over the time, those sayings she had, and the lessons that I learned through those um, sayings. Mm-hmm. But I think the most thing is, there are things that we deal with in life mm-hmm. that we don't think about the fact that, you know, your actions determine your, um, your, your consequences. Right. And a lot of times we don't think about the consequences. Mm-hmm. And then I talk about the patterns in our life mm-hmm. and the brokenness that we have in our life. Well, instead of thinking of it as broken, you ever look at a mosaic? Mm-hmm. One of the most beautiful pieces of glasses, but what is it made of? Broken glass. Broken pieces. Mm-hmm. So why can't we start to, to, to form our own mosaic with our life? Why can't we create something beautiful out of the broken pieces that we have in our lives? That's a, you know, that's a, that's an amazing analogy. I love that. That's so cool. I never yeah. thought about it like that before. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're making tables. They're making money off of that. They're making <laughs> windows. They're making everything off of those beautiful little pieces of broken glasses. And it's amazing how they just all come together and fit, but don't fit. Mm-hmm. They still keep their, each piece keeps its own individuality. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you think about that as our, as we are, as we, as people too, you know, right. um, that's, that's how we fit. We have a, and so I start with a love letter to, to every woman, you know, I start with that and I talk, like I said, I talk about perceptions, um, you know, dealing with, with love in our life, expectations, how we always falling into expectations and, and all that about how we need to look at life as, as a wonderful place to dance. I love dance. And I know you do too. Yes, I do. And, <laughs> and so I talk about dancing as if no one's watching that, is- that freedom, mm-hmm. that freedom that we have just to dance full out, just attack life full out, you know, so. That is awesome. I love that. So is, is, is your book available online to purchase Absolutely. for Amazon? How, how does, if somebody wants to get a hold of it, how, how Amazon it? mastering your Monday It's on Amazon mastering your Monday, or you can go to um, my website, masteringyourmonday.com forward slash M Y I M Y M book. So okay. mastering your Monday book, okay. you know, so either way, and there you can actually read an excerpt of one of the chapters. Awesome. Awesome. That is so cool. Thank you, Michelle. I really, really appreciate your coming um, today and talking about Mastering Your Monday. I love your stories. I mean, I can resonate with so much of them because, you know, military background myself, being a brat, Navy brat myself. So I, I can totally relate. So um, I really appreciate your coming and uh, I will definitely have all the links and the uh, link to your book on the show notes. Um, so I just want to let you know that. Thank you. It has been such an honor. It's been fun. I, um, I hope to add you to my um, arsenal as someone wonderful to know and get to know better. So this has been wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. 
and don't forget to subscribe. And if you love the show, please leave a review. Just remember, you could be one story away from being inspired.